Last week, I shared with you a quote that uh, is attributed to Ravi Zacharias. I still, I still can't find the exact place in which he said this, but the quote, nonetheless, is a very fun quote, very powerful quote, and it says that the reason why we have 17,000 pages in our law book is because we cannot follow 10 lines on a tablet made of stone. The reason we have 17,000 laws in our law book is because we can't follow 10 rules or 10 lines on a tablet made of stone. But if you remember from last week's message, I added, uh, I added uh, an important caveat to that statement, and that is uh, that we don't even follow those 17,000 laws. And the reason why we can't follow the 17,000 laws or the 10 laws on a stone tablet is because we do not know how to love. We do not understand what it means to love God's way. Uh, Romans 13, 8 through uh, 14 teaches us that, that love void of hypocrisy is, is the fulfillment of God's law. It's, it's what we're supposed to do inside of this life. But we struggle with this. So he, here's the solution to it. The solution to it is that if we learn, if we understand, if we are able to love the way God loves not only will we fulfill the 17,000 laws in our law books because we are motivated by the Spirit of God, but we will also honor the commands of God. We will be submitted to the commands of God because in doing so, we will actually understand that we're being like our Creator. God is love, amen? God is love, and we are supposed to be his people, and if we are his people, we walk in love, and if we walk in love, we actually fulfill the laws and the commands of God. What a powerful idea. But I would be, I would be terribly, uh, uh, terribly remiss, I would be a very bad pastor, or a poor pastor, at the best, uh, uh, best situation, if I did not tell you that our, uh, our call to love is not something that we can just work up in ourselves. Do you know this, church? The reason why we can't fulfill 10 laws on a stone tablet or 17,000 laws in our law book or loving of our neighbor, the reason why we can't do this is because we are sinful, broken people who are in need of regeneration. We are in need of new life. If I don't share this with you, if I don't tell you this, what you'll be led to believe is the exact same message that every church in the culture preaches today. And that is some form of a, uh, of a moralistic, therapeutic, as they say, deistic concept. What do I mean by moralistic, therapeutic deism? What I mean there is that we will preach moralism. We will preach, I would preach to you uh, the good way to live. How many of you know you can't do it without Jesus? Well, if you didn't know this, you need to hear the gospel. You can't do it without Jesus. So it's moralism. It's therapy because what we do is we come into church and the pastor gets up and he says, here's the deal and if you'll just follow these simple principles, it'll go well with you in this life. And so there's some sort of therapy in trying and trying and trying to do the will of God in our own effort. How many of you know that's not therapeutic, that's downright depressing? Anybody who's tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to do it God's way without God's spirit, without God's help, realizes that's not therapy. Or, or if it is, it's bad therapy. 
Okay, so you've got moralism, you've got therapeutic, and then you've got this deistic concept which simply says, I guess God just doesn't care about me, that he's not a part of my life. Now, to say something to this, it's really important that the idea that God would walk with you on the sandy beaches of your life is a strange idea. It's a hallmark notion. I don't know, show of hands here, how many have walked on a beach with Jesus? One, two, three, awesome, awesome, four, that's really great. I've never walked on a beach with Jesus, but I have never gone in my life since knowing him. I've never gone a day without walking with him. It just doesn't look like what the cards tell us it looks like. It just doesn't look like what some of the preachers tell us it looks like. It's not just sitting there walking hand in hand with our Savior and laughing. Oh, Jesus, that was a good joke. It's, it's, not, it's not always that. Some days it is walking with Jesus as you are sitting in the midst of a fiery furnace and all you know is that he is with you. All you know is that he is with you. It would be awesome if he'd pick me up and take me straight out of it. Amen? Amen? But sometimes all you know is that God is with you. So to walk with God is important. Uh, the deistic concept, the importance here, is that God is very, he has not checked out in our life, church. He is very present. His presence, though, is felt in very unique and different ways. His presence is felt through his spirit, which abides with us. His presence is felt through the person that's sitting to your right or to your left. Because God uses people, Amen. God is working through people for us inside of our life. I'm grateful for that. Otherwise, not only would I, would I say that I've never felt like Jesus was walking with me on the beach, but I'd also say I never feel like Jesus walks with me, period. But I know that he does, and oftentimes that comes at the comfort of those to my right and to my left, which happens to be all y'all. So that's a, that's a beautiful thing, okay? So if I, if I told you that all we needed to do was now, instead of 10 commandments or 17,000 laws in our law book, all we really need to do is just try to work at loving people, I would be failing as a pastor. The message is this. Unless you surrender to Jesus, unless you are born again, and unless his spirit indwells you, even love will be beyond your reach.